everyone, this is Millie Tishul. I'm so happy that you are tuned in to another episode of Human Becomings. Please do subscribe and like this on iTunes. Today I have Shabby, and Shabby is a mental health advocate, and she has got a page on Instagram where she advocates for mental health, and she talks about the issues that come along with mental health and how. Uh, society or communities uh, when they reject something, and she educates our our environment, not our environment, but our community. So, shortly creates a safe space on Instagram. So, before I butcher anything even more, shortly, please tell us a little bit about the space that you have created on Instagram. Yeah, so I created a space called Embrace the Shell. XO, um, and it's all about sharing my mental health journey, the good, the bad, um, everything in between, um, really opening dialogue, um, keeping things open about where I'm at, um, how the journey is going, um, creating a space where I'm advocating for things that um, we don't always talk about, that are sticky, maybe aren't the best or our favorite topics, but to really start opening those channels up um, and working toward change of how we think and talk about mental health and illness. Right. No, that's fantastic. And I bumped into Shopee as I was researching hashtags for Fear Has a Face movement that I created. It's a community. It's a safe community as well. So when I was researching, that's how I found Shopee. And I connected with you because both our missions aligned really well. And we did our first live session. <laughs> so that was fantastic. <laughs> and we were actually supposed to record on Friday. And then I messaged her saying, hey, we really had a really good conversation. Can we record earlier? And this is fantastic. So we'll be recording yeah, right now. <laughs> it's fantastic so we spoke about shame and we spoke about self-care and how that is all related to mental health right because mental health is not singular it's not linear mental health encompasses of many facets of of us actually many facets of us many facets of our environment our environment becomes a catalyst uh and our environment also consists of other people. So when I say environment, environment as in it can be the work situation, workplace, or or parties that we go to, or political climate, or leaders, you know, doing something via bills or passing out bills or or whatever policies to affect certain people. And when our state of happiness or when our state of life is affected by these environments. It affects us in nuanced ways and it affects our mental state because we are not computers. Our brain is very powerful at the same time. It can't go on for 24 hours a day for 365 days a year. So we really need to start these dialogues about what mental health is and the nuanced aspect of mental health. And just because we can't see how what mental health is or how it is impacting us, people tend to dismiss it, right? 
and that is not the right thing to do so that's why we are having these dialogues and I'm really proud of Shelby having these dialogues on in her space and she's come on board to speak about this today so let's talk about self-care aspect of mental health and why self-care is absolutely imperative yeah, self-care is, as we were talking um, earlier, that it's not just face masks. It's not just, you know, getting your nails done and going to brunch. Although those are valid self-care. Um, self-care, when you really get into it, is actually harder and it's a little bit more sticky. Um, it's about taking care of your boundaries, um, toxic people, um, saying no and that it's okay to say no, saying no to yourself and your negative self thoughts, saying no to people who are affecting your mental health and creating boundaries and dialogue of what you're willing to bring into your space of your mind because um, self-care is kind of, you have to take care of yourself before you can even take care of someone else. So it's really important that we're um, focusing on those kind of aspects and it's really important. I agree with you, Shopee. So you, you emphasized on three points in the negative self-talk um, and how other people treat us. And, and these are very important points and very related to self-care, right? Like, like I agree with you. I echo what you just said. It's self-care is just not about face masks, going for brunch, getting nails done, um, or, or yoga, right? Self-care is more than that. Although meditation is a very crucial, important aspect in our lives. And I'm not saying that in order to meditate, you have to go for a meditation class. Everyone meditates differently. Some people meditate by listening to music. Some people meditate by drawing. Some people meditate by painting or sleeping. Sleeping is a form of meditation or dancing or cooking. Anything which is therapeutic to you, that is meditation. Yeah. And you need that. You need that meditation aspect for, to give yourself a break. When I say to give yourself a break, I mean to give your mind a break, right? Because your mind is always working, it's thinking about something from what other people have said, from reading social media, for, from looking at Instagram, who posted this, the negative comments that we get. Those are all in your mind. Your mind is consuming all of this and your mind is like a sponge, right it just takes in and takes in and takes in until it can't take in any more then it starts to leak that's how mental health disruption gets triggered and you spoke about negative self-thoughts that's part of self-care that is so important let's talk a little bit about that negative yeah. self-thoughts yeah negative self-thoughts how we think of ourselves when we put ourselves down when we even put our bodies down thinking we're not good enough we're not um, we're not good enough to do something. So often our dreams don't actually take off because our self-talk has already told us we can't do it. We've, we're all done before we've even started something. Um, our negative self-talk can really, how we talk about ourselves. if we let our thoughts control um, what we do, 
we really, we really can't move forward or get healthy. I mean, self-care is really important. Um, stopping those thoughts, recognizing that they are okay, but shifting them, you know, swiping them away. I like to think of it like an iPad and a negative thought. I think of it and then shift away kind of thing. I like what you just said, shifting, right? Shifting that thought. And that's really important because shifting that thought is important as opposed to putting it in the back burner and, and just kind of like compressing it within ourselves, right? Yeah. Because when you have a negative thought, it is important to become mindful about it as opposed to your mind being full of it, right? When you're when you are mindful about the negative talk, so let's say you said, I can't do this. You're already like programming yourself to think that you're setting yourself up for failure as opposed to success, right? Yeah. When you say, uh, when you want to do, like, for example, <laughs> this IG session that we did, our Instagram session, live session that we did, if you want to do it and you tell yourself, oh, I can't do it because I'm not qualified. I do not have anything to talk about. I do not have the knowledge. These are all negative talks that you're telling yourself, yeah. right? Because you are validating your own insecurities by you saying it out loud, you are giving more power. When yeah. you are reiterating, reiterating it and telling I am not good enough, you are giving power to yourself saying that you're not good enough. You're validating that aspect of it. So when you validate something, it becomes more powerful by your self-negative talk. And you it shifting. So that is such an important stage that we forget to, to execute shifting. How can we shift from saying I'm not good enough to I am good enough? Yeah. And it's not overnight. Sometimes it's just like shifting swiping away the thought, maybe reframing what's going on, um, looking at it in different ways of like how you might be seeing it. Um, a, lot of, a lot of the hard work I've done is shifting how I see things, shifting experiences into um, being able to manage it. I mean, sometimes things shitty or bad things happen, but we can figure out how to not let it overtake our brain when we have healthy tools that we can move forward to shift how we are thinking about ourselves and thinking about things. But if we don't have those tools, um, that's when we can get really sick because we don't know how to do that. And our brain has now we've let those, we've validated those negative thoughts we've had. And now they're all in our brain and we've let things that are being said and now we have just got all this stuff and we can't really sort it out if we don't know how to shift or the tools to move forward. Right. No, that's really important. Now let's move on to the second point that you made. Okay, the second point that you mentioned uh, about self-care is how people treat us. And that's really important, how people treat us. And we spoke about uh, saying no just now on our Instagram live session. Now let's talk a little bit about why it's important to say no and how that is related to self-care. Um, yeah, no is one of the biggest things with self-care. So often we feel we fear of losing people. We fear of isolating ourselves. Um, and we all want to be liked and loved and please people, I think, a lot of times. And so we take too much on. We keep piling on 
because we want to please or we don't want to actually admit that like we we aren't able to do something like we need to stop so we keep doing it to almost prove to ourselves we can do it um and but then you know our mental health just and our comes and it all crashes and now we're really we're left with being feeling really sick and so i think it's such an important aspect to say no um saying no to like toxic people or saying no to as you had mentioned in our live um like taking on more work at work um like we have to say no to keep ourselves healthy and um sometimes we want to go do something fun but if we're not in that space if we're not able to control you know we might have a trigger that happens um control our emotions and stay regulated then we can't go out we can't do those things because we're not going to have a good time in the end and it might create us to feel more sick so we have to say no in order to keep our ourselves healthy and I think when we say no if people really value us they have respect for us they want the best for us they might feel upset and that's totally there they can but they're not going to make us feel shamed or get upset of us at us which I think sometimes we worry about too they're going to understand and they're going to know that it's for us in the best interest and they're going to figure out a different way or support us in some way. Right. And and I know that's a lot of fear going around, fear of saying no. Like you said, like you mentioned, Shotby, where we are so afraid in saying no to our friends or at work because we want to feel valued. We want to be an integral part of society. Right, we want to be a valuable contributing member um, where we belong. We want to have that sense of belonging. Hence, we have this fear of saying no, which is the first lens of, uh, it, which comes from the lens of insecurities, right? And I like to say the first degree of fear. And the first degree of fear is, it comes from a lens of insecurities and our insecurities of the fear of saying no because of societal expectations, the fear of losing our friends. And, and I want to talk a little bit about why it's important to say no at three different environments, at work, with, in our social setting, and in our family setting. So let's talk about the work setting. So work setting, when people impose work onto you, like your managers or your colleagues sometimes, you're too polite. Polite is not weakness and is often taken for weakness, yeah. right? And again, you don't have to be polite all the time because being polite, people often take advantage of you and also to, to care for yourself, self-care, right? It's also having the courage not to be polite. You can be really firm and be polite at the same time. That is, that is self-care. Like the power and having the courage to say no is also shifting from the politeness to being really affirmative. Yeah, and setting that boundary. When you're setting a boundary, I mean, just saying like, I can't, like, you know, saying I can't because for whatever reason or um, you're they you know you're wanting they're wanting you to do something or more and it just 
you're not in that space, setting a boundary of what you're willing to take and set and really knowing yourself what you can handle. So when those do happen, it's not like you don't really feel the shame. You just know like, well, that can't happen right now. So this is what can happen. You're just creating a boundary that's really important. So I think a lot of times with saying no, the best friend is boundaries. You need both of them to create a healthy environment. And when you create your boundaries and you say no, then things get easier and flow and you can you can end up taking on more of what you can handle because you're building those tools and that resilience um, to handle more. Right, right, I love it. And yeah, do not never be afraid to say no. Like we, we discussed about this during our Instagram live session the courage to talk, have the courage to talk, right? It can be as simple as, so, so today you're so afraid of saying no, it can be as simple as, you know, I can't do this because dot, 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 dot. But I can't do this because I have too much on my plate. I, I can't do this because these are my priority. And when you impose, not impose, <laughs> like when you get, when I take this on, it, it adds on to my priority and this and I can't do this. So like like put it in such a way where you're actually telling people that you have too much to take on and you really do not have the bandwidth to take on anymore. Yeah. So that's the first step, right? To to building that courage to say I can't do anymore because I need to care for myself without hurting that relationship or without causing any kind of uh, trigger. Or asking for help. Sometimes you can say no, but you can, or they're like, but, we, but also you can ask for help. Be like, well, okay, if you need this, but then I need you to help me with my, my workload. Like I can't do much. And, you know, so creating that boundary, like, okay, but then I'm going to need some help. So asking for that help, because sometimes we don't want to say no, because we also don't want to ask for help. We, so we have to have that courage of asking for help, making those boundaries, saying no, because I mean, no, you know, it's just, it's a short word, but really it comes with so much more of why we don't say it, why we add on and the fear um, of not wanting to say no. Right. The power of no opens up so much more doors. I would like to, to emphasize this. The power of no opens up doors to many opportunities, not just for growth for yourself, but growth for your mental health, but growth for your courage. Because when you say no to people or to your environment, you are protecting your biggest asset and your biggest asset is your time have you heard the saying time is money friend yes yes yeah and when someone robs you of your time or when situations rob you of your time that time can't be bought back you can't replace back the time but we can learn valuable lessons from it moving forward so your time is your biggest asset and it is energy when you give time you're giving part of yourself to someone else which is your energy your attention yeah. right your thoughts your creativity you're giving not just one part multiple parts of you to someone else where 
when they do not value it, who's going to get affected? Yourself, not them. Yeah. They're not going to, yeah, exactly. Um, if we moved into like about friendships or social settings, um, yeah, so much, it's so important that we're, when we're choosing who we hang out with and what we do, that yeah, it is really a value to our time that it's going to build us up, not take us down, that there, that when we leave that social setting, we're going to feel like recharged and our time is like a good space, not that it's creating us to feel negative and bringing us down and making us feel worse about ourselves. I think that's how you can tell if something's toxic. If you're leaving all the time from that setting or with friends and they're make, you're feeling negative and you have self-hate and you're, and you're really just not feeling great, then um, I think you have to check in. I mean, can you be with that friend right now? And sometimes friendships do have to take a back burner doesn't mean you don't value them doesn't mean you don't like them but they're not you're not there yet to handle that and it's and sometimes they're just plain toxic and you have to cut ties with them because really time is important and if your time is being spent hating yourself or having those negative self-talk then you need to create boundaries or change the situation because you can't really change them but you can change your situation and how you're handling it. Love it. I love it. Shopping, you, what you said here just hit the nail on the head. <coughs> Not literally, but no, you hit it right on point. But I, I want to expand a little bit about what you just said. You know, your friends, you know, even if your friends are toxic, it's okay to, to, to move away from that relationship does not mean that you do not value that that relationship or that to be toxic or non-toxic friendships, right? And if they are true friends, if it's a true, genuine relationship, they will understand. And I want to also expand a little bit about the self-talk that we give us when something goes wrong in friendships, right? I, I want to talk a little bit about this, especially in friendships, something might go wrong or if they do not understand that you need the time, do not be apologetic. And this is something that I have caught myself to. I become so apologetic. And we have to embrace our unapologetic selves because when we are unapologetic about valuing our time, that ties in with self-care. Why are we apologizing for valuing our own time or saying no? Why do we become so apologetic? Because we go onto this defensive mode. I am so sorry. Do not apologize. When you apologize, you are devaluing your own time. You are devaluing your worth. You are supposed to be on top of the list by apologizing to someone else because you feel bad for saying no. You are devaluing yourself from top of the list to 10 steps down to the bottom of the list yeah. because you feel that guilt, that, that, that sorriness. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you shouldn't. You're right. So if you're saying no, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm very soft. Okay, better now? Yes, yes. Okay, sorry. Um, yeah, if you're 
feeling like that, then, um, yeah, so, like if you're having that talk and you're feeling so guilty, then you really need to think about it. Cause is it, do you need to shift how you're thinking or are they making you feel that way? And if they are, they're getting upset. If they're, you know, shaming you for your mental illness or whatever it is, then maybe it's not right for you, that relationship right now. Maybe it's not the right one. I do really believe um, you'll see, especially when you have mental illness, you'll see really quick the people that are going to stay because as soon as you put a boundary in place, the people who are going to stay, they're going to work with you in that boundary. They're going to understand, yeah, maybe they'll be a little upset first. I mean, that's natural. You didn't have the boundary. You're now bringing a boundary, but they're going to stay and they're going to work for like work with you and then you're both going to have a boundary that's working and it's going to become a healthier relationship when they're pushing back and they're they're upset and they're making you feel worse and you're apologizing all the time then that relationship is probably just not even going it's going to go away on its own most likely because it's not it's not a valued relationship on both ends and um, yeah we have to be really careful what we put our value in too right. with relationships on that too like if we're that like what are we valuing and is it a relationship we want to put that effort in um i think is really important too is picking the relationships that are bringing us up and we are going to be able to put the value in i think we also often want to have so many friends but sometimes having a smaller group that we put value in um is more important right no, I agree with you. It's always quality over quantity, right? When you have one quality friend or one quality human in your life, you will go 10 steps forward but progressively and faster as opposed to having 10 friends who have got no quality in them. And this is not devaluing them as humans. Quality is absolutely essential in our lives. Quality of people, quality of situations, quality of environment, everything contributes to our self-care. It contributes to the state of our mental health. It contributes to how we become continuously. So it's always quality over quantity. And just because I want to, I want to say this, just because you have got one million followers or 10,000 followers, or 50,000 followers on Instagram, it does not mean that all of them are supporting you. All of them are quality people rooting for you. Out of that 1 million, only perhaps 1,000, or even one, might be really rooting for you. Because it's all about the seduction face that we are in. It's all about that celebrated face that we are in, the celebrityness. Because becoming a celebrity to be celebrated has become so easy in the era of technology nowadays. We have got all the tools that connects with us. Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. What else is that? I can't even think right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, so many. Right. And all of that puts us in a state of dizziness. And I say a state of dizziness because... We become so dizzy, right? We are looking at so many information coming at us, so many people. We're looking at other people and comparing ourselves. Oh my God, I'm not at that stage of that person. And we start to feel sorry for ourselves. 
And then we start to go back into that regression mode where we're not fully progressing. We are, again, having those negative cell talks within our head. So we become this person or this, this, this individual where we undergo a cyclical process where you know, it's, we try to shift something into a positive talk, but we are so seduced by whatever is going on. And it's really important to take that aspect of step back, reflect, think about how all these factors is affecting your self-talk, how it's affecting your mental state, how it is making you feel, how people are making you feel. And if you do not feel good about it, and it's okay, it's absolutely okay to say, I do not feel good about it. I need a break from people. I need to clean up my circle of friends. We clean up our diet. We clean up our closets, right? We clean up our diet because we want to lose weight. We want to be healthier. We clean up our closet because clothes do not fit us anymore. It has become too big or too tight, or it just does not fit us. It just does not gel with us. We clean our palettes, we clean our diet, we clean our clothes, we clean our homes, we vacuum our homes. Why don't we clean our state of circle? Why don't we clean our friends? Why don't we clean up our environment that we are in? Why don't we clean up our thought processes that contributes to the state of our mental health? Yeah, and those are so ex- those are so important that we have to clean them up and keep them on like a regular maintenance almost like an update like an app you update the app's always updated <laughs> we have to update too right and keep updating our thoughts and how we're handling things um yeah right. it, they're super yes. important <laughs> yes we need a shelby 3.0 right it's it's like updating it's just like your uh, smartphones <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> more now, fancier <laughs> yes and there's no shame in becoming fancy there's no shame in your growth and and people always say oh you have changed because we we kind of clean up our circle of friends we kind of clean up our environment we move places and people say oh you have changed yeah yes yes we have changed yes i have changed when you're born you are a baby right Obviously, obviously, you're no longer a baby. Even the physical state changes. If your physical state changes, then why can't we change mentally? Why can't we change our mindset? When I say mentally, our mindset, right? Our mindset to clean up and letting go of the shame. Letting go of the shame of people imposing you that, that, that guilt that they impose onto you. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Our guilt. Yeah. I think that's really important. That's a, like, our guilt is so like, is, do we have, do we have valid guilt? Do we do something wrong or is it something like we're feeling like someone's put that on us? I think I always think like, am I guilty of something? Did I physically do something wrong? Or is it something that I am letting be put on me? And do I need to release that and figure out how to make myself stronger? And I think when we change, yeah, we do people, people who don't want us to change because when we put that boundary up, that's now they can't get what they want. 
I mean, uh, yeah, mm -hmm. you'll see that. And then that's really when you'll see like, is that going to work or does that need to shift? I think it's really important. Yeah, no, beautifully put, Charlotte, beautifully put. And, and also, you know, what, letting go of the guilt is also part of self-care. And self-care, like, like we were talking about, it's not facial masks, it's not your mud mask, it's not your pedicures, it's not your manicures, it's not getting brunch. Those are all valid self-care, yes. I love brunch, I love eating pancakes. Those, those are not the only factors to self-care. Self-care is more than that. It is nuanced and you have to go deeper into yourself to truly understand how you can grow. Yeah, it's so important. Yeah, and self-care, yeah, I think I see a lot of like the self-care movement, which is amazing, but I think also media and companies are taking it to sell almost products and we're forgetting that self-care is actually a little bit more tricky and it's been going on a lot more since before like before social media self-care is really tuning into yourself and sorting out what you need and the growth and standing up for yourself so Right now, I agree, and do not be afraid to stand up for yourself. That's beautifully pitched, Abe. And before we end our deep dive session, let's recap a few things as to why self care is important. Um, well, yeah, self care is important because if we do not take care of ourselves, as we said, update our iPhone, like update ourselves, we're not taking that that maintenance you know almost daily doing check-ins I mean I think I check in with myself almost hourly like seeing how I'm doing um am I taking care of myself am I drinking my water am I regulating staying you know in the right space am I keeping everything how it should be I think it's really important our self-care is creating our boundaries it's creating it creates kind of the platform of healing and recovery if we don't have that self-care if we don't start those boundaries and saying no and cleaning up our friendships or cleaning out how we're thinking to ourselves because we're our we're really our like first friend we're our best friend is ourself so cleaning ourselves and everything around us and creating that self-care as a platform so that we can build on and gain more tools and more healing. If our self-care starts to crumble, then we can't really heal because now we're kind of stuck in this space. We're letting other things influence us and our boundaries are going to get a little bit muddled because we don't know what they are now because our self-care and our boundaries and saying no and our and those values that we've kind of created are starting to fall. So it's kind of the platform that has to be strong. Love it. Love it. Shotby. So Shotby, where can everyone find you? I'm on Instagram at embrace the shell XO. Um, yeah, I'm on Instagram and I do have a blog that I'm starting, but um, right now it's Instagram. Yeah. Such a pleasure having you Shotby. Such a, a great talk that we have had. So, People, I want you to know that do not, do not feel shame, do not feel guilt, do not feel bad about saying no or for caring for yourselves. 
putting yourself as a first priority. Because if you do not put yourself as a priority, no one else will. And when you do not put yourself as a priority, you will not reach your limitless potential. Start unleashing by starting by saying no. All right. Thank you for joining everyone.